Welcome to another episode of Crazy Fitness Guys Healthy Living Podcast. Today I have my friend uh, Valerie here. Uh, welcome to another episode of Crazy Fitness Guys Healthy Living Podcast. Uh, that's a mouthful, uh, uh, especially on a Friday. Holy yeah. moly. Uh, today I have my friend uh, Valerie here. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I usually have people fill out a, a, a form to be on my uh, podcast, but I don't know what happened to it. Maybe it got lost in the shuffle of switching tools. Note to self, don't do that again. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Valerie. Thanks so much for having me, Jimmy. I'm glad to reconnect. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Yes. Uh, so I host the podcast Future Proof Career. I call myself a recovering career stressaholic. So I am trying to help people combat and squash that career anxiety and take control of their futures. And uh, what made you want to get into that kind of career? Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I'm a recovering career stressaholic and I, I still am recovering from that. Um, just the sense of, oh my gosh, I could lose my job any day and what's going to happen to me. I'm not going to be able to support myself. I have a family now and how am I going to support them? And I have just been noticing that regardless of what industry you're in, you know, if you work for the government, if you're a teacher, if you're working for a large corporation, a small company, everyone seems to be anxious now about their livelihood, about the futures. So my show is helping listeners combat that and give them the skills they need to take back that control of their futures. So we talk a lot about soft skills that you need. A lot of jobs are being automated by robots. That was um, expedited with COVID, of course. And what can you do to compete with these robots? <laughs> you know, can you analyze data? Can you improve your communication skills, um, com uh, improve your relationships and your network? So I have a lot of guests on to talk about that. And I do some solo shows where we really dig into to those different aspects of it. Now, when you say robots, d do you think maybe some jobs are okay being replaced with robots? Like, yeah. I don't know, let's say sometimes customer service, depending how well that robot is trained. Uh, I know like for um, sometimes like with uh, Amazon, uh, they have a robotic uh, chat bot and mm -hmm. it can pretty much get all your order information. So if you would just want a refund, you can just do it without even talking to anyone on the phone. Um, yes. But, yes. mm -hmm. and, but sometimes when you're talking to, I don't know, uh, Comcast Customer Service, uh, the lovely name brand and everything, uh, mm -hmm. and no one, you can't understand the person on the, on the phone. Uh, they're just like, man, why do they have customer service again? I know. Is it really customer service? Because I don't really sense the service part. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But I think automation is a great thing. I mean, really, if it makes jobs safer, if it allows human beings to have the opportunity to make an impact in a different way, I think that's a great thing. And from the business perspective, it makes sense. You know, you can't fight it. You know, a lot of jobs can be automated and should be. So so they should they should do that. It's just a matter of the individual who's in that role to be aware that that's a risk and to be, I guess, self-aware enough to know what to do, to have an alternate plan if their their job was to be eliminated. And uh, what kind of, what are some of the tips that you uh, go for? Like, um, what are some helpful strategies? Mm -hmm. Anything that makes you a human is a good thing to focus on. That's kind of been the trend. Uh, so that's communication skills. Can you speak directly and clearly in a way that's not necessarily going to offend somebody? You know, can you m make your point in a way that makes it clear so that person knows what you need to do? Can you lead that individual or can you lead a group of people and mobilize them to want to reach the same goal that you're wanting to reach, you know, a robot's never going to be able to be a leader in that sense. 
maybe some people could argue with that, but you know, most likely in our lifetime, that's not going to happen. Um, I've seen a lot of people, which is, it's kind of interesting, a trend of speaking in terms of like being on stage. So there's a lot of like, I had a politician who had an acting background. So people who are sort of more in tune with the arts is a trend that I've been seeing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I would say, probably the best way to sum it up is just be be a human being and be an authentic person. And that's going to make you stand out. Well, that's what I try to do on social media every single uh, day to be human. Uh, I'm messed up on quite a few things. Uh, and I even admitted it on social media. Uh, oh, what did you mess up on? Uh, well, uh, surprisingly, uh, I messed up the date of when the Golden Globes were. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, it, it used to be in uh, January, but then COVID came and now they moved it all the way to the last weekend in February. And it's like, how much is supposed to stay up on top of all of this? I haven't watched it in years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it again this year because, uh, yeah, of the horrible movie music. Uh, have you ever heard of the movie? Uh, oh, music? I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, uh, let's just say it's, they portray autism to be like the worst thing in the world. Uh, and, I'm not buying a movie ticket to that. And it has a thousand bad reviews and it has two um, nominations for Golden Globes. And I hope it does not win. Mm. But have you heard the drama about um, Emily in Paris? I don't think so. Yeah. So this made headlines because I don't know if you've seen Emily in Paris. I have. It is not award worthy. I think most people would agree to that. And it sounds like the showrunners flew out all of these people from the Golden Globes. I don't know what they're called, whatever their organization is and treated them to like really fancy hotels and food and whatever. So people are like, well, that kind (laughs) of is a little bit sketchy, you know, like, are they just getting this nomination because they got all this great treatment? So, you know, who knows maybe with the movie music that happened to. You never know. Uh, so, uh, how many people, uh, do you help people one-on-one or do you just help uh, people, uh, through your show? Yeah, I help people one-on-one too. Um, I've helped a few clients that are earlier stages in their career. Um, because I think when we think about people who have career anxiety, you think of people who have been in a position for a long time and maybe their jobs being phased out, but I'm seeing that career anxiety happening earlier too, which makes sense, you know, so people who are in probably year one to five in their career, I'm helping them mostly at this point. Have you ever had a motivational speaker? Um, Be one of my clients. No, I haven't. Do you think they would be a good client to have? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just just... asking for, for a friend (laughs) or me. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jimmy, let's make it happen. Uh, so how many uh, how many uh, years have your show been up and running for? Not years. Um, it's been months since September of last year. And I do three shows a week. So I'm really hitting the ground running with it. Gee. I, yeah. Uh, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> That's what everybody says, but I was inspired by Jenny Blake. She has a show called Pivot, and she did for a while. She did daily shows, and she said that it helped her overcome her perfectionism. And when I started the show, it like I was so sick about it, like just the pushing publish button. I was so stressed that it wasn't perfect. It took me hours to edit it. It was not sustainable. So doing it three times a week has helped me immensely with that perfectionism. Well, for me, uh, I just know I, I know I can't do it because it's not because I'm lazy. It is uh, I run my own website. Uh, I have my own blog. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'm still in school. Yeah, and, you have a lot going on. Yeah, and uh, and I'm speaking on many different podcasts. Uh, as guests and conventions, and it's like, no thanks. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a good point, though, too. And that's what, something that can help people future proof themselves is knowing how to manage your time and to spend your time in ways that strategically make sense. And if it doesn't make sense to you to do three episodes a week, and I think you do once a month, I mean, if that's fine, then then that works. So I got 1,500 total plays for once a month. So I'm... that's awesome. Oh, total uh, plays. Well, that's yeah. still good. I mean, that's if you think about it, this was the advice I was given. If you think about 1,500 people in a room, that's a lot of listeners. Yeah. Uh, I don't, again, I don't know my total subscribers because it's only an estimate. Yeah, it's not good. Um, People out there who are innovators, this is an opportunity for you (laughs) to come up with better podcast metrics. Yes, in this case, you need a human to figure this out. (laughs) How can I get, how can I know my total RSS RSS subscribers, newsletter subscribers, social media followers, podcasts, we fall short? (laughs) Yeah, it's strange because you would think it would be a lot easier than it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can, and you know the total number of people visiting your website, but you can't know the total number of people who's listening. Yeah, it you have an make estimate sense. of one hundred and thirty-three. So you mean there could be more or mm-hmm. less? How do you market this? Yeah, it's tough. What's people's interest? Well, this show is doing a lot. Very have a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Speaking of podcasts, are you on Clubhouse, Jimmy? Uh, no. Do you know what Clubhouse is? Uh, I've heard about it. I heard that they also got a data breach the other day. Oh, they did? I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, they got, yeah, it was like a huge data breach now. Uh, government's looking into that. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Yikes. I was like, how do you get a data breach already? That's quick. I was wondering, too, what data do they have? It's all audio. People's voices? I guess, maybe. I don't know. But, I, well, anyway, Jimmy, I was going to tell you I love Clubhouse. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go there. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's kind of like podcasting, but you can speak, you know, back and forth. Like, as the listener, you can engage, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. My someone invited me to Clubhouse, but uh, I told them, "Is I like, I can't be on one more social media platform." Mm-hmm. I feel like you'd be good on it, though, especially as a speaker. I think that would be a good fit for you. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll try it in the summer. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's still around, it sounds like it might be going through a rough patch. <laughs> and look what they say about uh, F- Facebook when they first started. Yeah, and, that's true. Mm-hmm. Now people either love it or hate it. Um, yeah. I'm in the middle. Do you, do you use Facebook much or what social media tool do you use? Uh, I use a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh I use LinkedIn, uh, pretty much every podcasting platform. Um, yeah, maybe not a hundred, not maybe not all of them because there's so many gosh darn podcast platforms. But yeah, there are, and they uh, pop up, and it's like, wait, I've never heard of this. Like, never heard of this. I heard of hydrogen a little while ago. I was like, okay, that's new. I mean, maybe they have better analytics. <laughs> maybe I should look into them. Is it free? Right. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I might have to check them out now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a link. You put it in the show notes. Yeah, show notes. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, so, um, so if somebody was struggling, uh, and I don't know, let's use me as example. If somebody was struggling uh, for uh, looking to get more speaking gigs and whatnot, mm-hmm. Uh, how would I go about doing that? I mean, mm-hmm. may not necessary uh, speaking opportunities, but if I'm afraid, uh, did I just do my last one, or mm-hmm. is anybody ever am I becoming dry, stale, boring, etc.? Yeah, yeah. So I my, the pillars of my program are stamp. So savings have savings, and that has helped me a lot. You know, if you're worried about 
not getting your next gig, maybe you're going to get laid off. If you have a buffer, a financial buffer, that's really going to help you feel better about that. Um, so, you know, stock up on some, some cash, have a little, have more than what some of the experts say. Um, I would suggest having a at least 10,000 per what your salary is per month. So if you make like 50,000 a year, try to have at least a five month buffer in addition to whatever else you're going to need. So um, have savings, work on your transferable skills. So for you, Jimmy, um, that might be like your networking, your sales, your marketing, you know, work on those skills. That's going to help you get your name out there a little bit more. Amaze your employer, continue doing great work, you know, follow up send follow-up emails, send thank yous. So can, I think a lot of people get so stressed out that they forget to do the work that they're supposed to be doing. So keep doing awesome things. And then I think a big thing for this would be mindset. That's the M in stamp. So why do you think you're done after every gig? You know, that's not a healthy way to be, to be living. That's not really a mindset of abundance. So, you know, continually reassess that. Why do I feel like that? this? Is this reality or is this just my anxiety sinking in? Um, and then P is have a plan B. So I know speakers were hit hard with COVID. You know, that's reality. So have some sort of plan B for you too. So, you know, like, well, if speaking doesn't work out, I can do this other thing. I, I don't know. I have a course or um, I do physical training or athletic training or whatever it is. So that kind of helps too, to know like, Hey, if this thing doesn't work out, I'm mitigating my risk. I have this other thing that I can push on a little harder if something does happen. So good, idea. good yeah. tips because, uh, I mean, I, I don't feel that way. I just, uh, I just thought of some weird example. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Well, and I think for the mindset piece too is, and what's tough for me, is like, put it out into the world. Just say like on all your social media, Hey, I'm looking for more speaking gigs. Anybody know anyone, you know, and just start putting yourself out there more and it may not result in anything, but it might. And just by you, like putting it out there more, you might see more opportunities come to you. I also noticed that there's, um, just by, uh, I know for myself that, uh, Maybe not even for myself, but I know there's some days where I do feel kind of nervous about certain things, just like, uh, am I doing enough to get my name out there? Uh, uh, that's funny. Um, yesterday, uh, uh, I, just, I had this, uh, I had an opportunity, one of my blog posts uh, that was recently published a week ago. Yeah, a week ago. Uh, feels like a lifetime ago, uh, and this I was using a new tool for my researching process for uh, because I like to uh, I, I'm and my my one main focus this year uh, and I have many different focuses but my most important one is to work smarter not harder yeah mm -hmm. and because I want to be able to provide great value i want to keep showing up but if it's going to take me 10 hours to do this one thing i hope it's not uh, yeah but uh, it could sometimes it does yeah and i'm not saying that i don't enjoy what i do but i'm thinking it's like is there a smarter way of doing this instead of just doing everything manually mm -hmm. uh, because there's so many questions that could be asked in google and you have no idea what you can cover and you, you want to have a thorough post. And so I, I found this tool and uh, the other, uh, I think it was this year, uh, beginning of this year. And they were doing this like one time purchased uh, thing. Their regular plans cost like $5,000 oh or $500 a month. And it's like, holy crap. And it's like, Maybe I should get one of these uh, uh, one of these codes to uh, to to uh, to try it. In the worst case, I got sixty days money back guaranteed uh, okay. for any reason. And what's funny, uh, one of my articles uh, was shared was shared on a, a Facebook page from this company that has sixty nine thousand likes and followers on it. I'm like. 
that's the first my <laughs> that's the first time ever that my blog post has gone shared on a on a company's Facebook page. Wow! So it worked. Yeah, I'm like, I love you, Tool, and it's like you're the best thing I've ever purchased. Oh wow! Well, do you know the name of it? What is this thing? Uh, it's called Market Muse. Uh, okay. Yeah, so far I found it helpful. Uh, it what's kind of cool, and again for people who's listening to this, it's I'm not a, an affiliate pro uh, marketer for it, and I'm not a partner with it. I've used it twice so far, uh, and just because of my weekly blog post, and I do it once a week. Uh, uh, researching uh, for it, my posts. And what's kind of cool, what they do, they tell you, hey, uh, here's what your competitors are ranking for here and like in the color codes mm-hmm. stuff for you. And it shows you, it's like, here's what they haven't covered. And I think the red one uh, is that, it, I think the red means that they either covered I forget the color coding. Uh, yeah. you, you can use, people can easily Google it and what the color coding means, but uh, but it tells you what the competitors covered and what they haven't covered, and if they and and even if they covered something, you can still cover it, but make it your own because Google likes people making yeah. their own, and yeah. but just including it helps a little bit to get your name out there and say, like, hey, look, I'm on. Uh, I know what I'm talking about with this topic and here and there, and I have my own experience with this topic. And so I find it pretty helpful. And when I saw that, I was like, I don't know if this is because of this tool, but what I was doing before was not really working, but Mm -hmm. I saw a difference. I haven't yet pinned a point to this tool, but hell, if anything's working... Sure. It's worth the money for me. Yeah. It sounds kind of like um, TubeBuddy on YouTube. You can type in your keywords for your YouTube video and it tells you if that keyword is strong or not based off of the demand of that phrase that you're using and how saturated it is. So like I, I looked up like business school is overly saturated, but business school right out of undergrad is a better one to use. Um, but yeah, I like that. I've, I've heard some tips for podcasters that to grow your audience, you need to figure out what your audience wants by looking at Google search metrics and things like that. And I wasn't sure how to do that. So I'll have to check out that tool. It it, it saves a lot of hours of Googling stuff. Because, or even I even have a uh, keyword research tool. Uh, I know uh, I still use that just to find my my main topic but then when i find oh here's what i want to uh, rank for and what i want to go after for then i plug into this tool and say oh here's it gives me so many different alternatives of what i can uh put in the copy and whatnot and it's like i hit the jackpot awesome (laughs) i'll have to try it out uh yeah, uh, I can send you the link to it uh, after the show. Sure, yeah. And I think you should reach out to them to be a sponsor, too. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. But, uh, right. probably is like, no, we don't do sponsors. Yeah, you never know. Mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Companies don't want us to pay extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But they've got budgets, so. Uh, yeah. Get your customer service first, <laughs> depending yeah. if they're bad or not. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. Comcast. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just sneezed. Uh, yeah, anyway. I don't think they're known for that. <laughs> no. Uh, um, so, uh, do you enjoy what you do? Uh, do you enjoy helping people with what uh, as your for your career? Yeah, I do. Um, I do enjoy that. And with podcasting, I think it's brought on so many other things too. Like personally, I've grown my network. You know what? We wouldn't have met without podcasting. I think that's awesome. Um, and it's also helped me with my own personal confidence too. You know, I, I just talked to 
another guest and I'll, I'll be sharing it soon. And we talked about how, you know, we feel like now our, our voice is out there into the world and our voice matters. And I think that's a huge personal win for me as well. So yeah, some personal things as well as just the excitement of helping other people too. I agree with you as well. Uh, I've, I know for myself, um, I like the feeling that I uh, get to know that. Hey, people want to know what I. I uh, people want to know what I want. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I. I even keep uh, like. I know for myself, is, I know I get tired of watching the news, listening to people's politics. Mm-hmm. So I have. I, I've always promised myself if I'm uh, going to be on the internet, I'm going to podcast. There's no pot. There's no politics, money, religion, <laughs> or anything. I, yeah. I mean, just to keep it to myself, and because you know, why do I want to piss off half of my audience? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's like uh, what Johnny Carson said. Uh, the uh, talk show who used to be around and he always say why would i want to piss off 50 percent of my audience uh i wouldn't Mm -hmm. i think that that's true but sometimes there may be a point where it's worth pissing off some people too you know like you were talking about how that movie you know maybe wasn't really portraying autistic people in the correct way you know you might offend somebody like, I love that movie. I worked on that movie, you know, and, and it's okay. It's worth it to you just to say something like that, I think. So just kind of knowing yourself and knowing when it's worth the fight and when it's not. Well, uh, I forgot to mention about the movie. It's also uh, uh, 45,000 people signed a petition and from the autism community and uh, no one liked it. Oh really? They just gen- it just generally wasn't a good movie either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they, it, people want to people want this to be uh, not even considered for the two uh, Golden Globes as nominated for, uh, and they put it in the movie uh, category slash music slash comedy. If that's a comedy, that's very sick. <laughs> really. Yeah, I'm like that's a stretch. Mm-hmm. I'm like maybe you should just have maybe maybe you should just put a in the category called music because perhaps it did have really good music in it. I don't know because mm-hmm. I'm not watching it and right. uh, and I'm not gonna uh, pay for a movie ticket that somebody has a strong p- opinion that I need to be fixed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that this, though, is what makes you have a good platform, though. You know what you stand for and you stand for it. You know, you don't agree with that movie. I think people want to hear that. They don't want to hear someone who's sort of wishy-washy about things like, well, maybe it's okay. I don't know. You know, (laughs) so I think to have that conviction about what do you believe makes people want to listen to the show. And I also tried to, I even tell people, I was like, if you, uh, if you like, uh, as like if you have a different opinion than me, sure. I was like, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. As I was like, tell me what your thoughts are. Tell me how you're feeling. As I as I as I we don't need to fight about it. I'm open to discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see different people's points of views on stuff. Uh, I'm an open-minded person. <laughs> yeah, be open-minded, but then still stand for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who's like, la, 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 I'm not listening, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I have a news feed reader I can read from different perspectives. Like, one person says, this, the movie music is awesome and I sh- people should go see it. 45,000 people absolutely hate the movie, but uh, yeah. I'm in the middle of, I'm just not seeing it. <laughs> uh-huh, Yeah. Because I can't say I physically hate it because I I told people on my last episode, never seen it. But. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a movie that I've refused to see. Probably scary movies. I hate to watch anything like that, horror movies. What about, I don't get it. <laughs> what about one of the scary movies that is a spoof off of a scary movie? Like Scream back in the day. Did you ever watch that? No, I never watched it. But I. what about the movie Scary Movie? 
I've never seen it. I never gave it a chance. Should I? Yeah, they're funny. It's like Scary Movie 3 is funny. They based uh, off their ring. Uh, and it, it's just really funny. Like at some, uh, sometimes it's kind of like, if you're first seeing it, and and uh, it's kind of, I wouldn't say dark, but you might yeah, like feel off about it. But then when you're watching it with a friend, or or, or you just seen it multiple times, it's like you just you just know which parts coming next, and it's like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, right. You have to be in that right headspace, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you have any other tips that uh, uh, might be useful to uh, the listeners? Yeah, I would say never stop learning and be really conscientious, though, of how you're learning, if that helps. So I know a lot of people right now, I just did an episode on MBAs and the application uh, rates are soaring for MBAs right now. People are losing their jobs. They're worried. They're trying to pivot. So a lot of people are running into some of these master's degrees and I would just caution people to really think about what your goals are and don't make decisions based off of fear. You know, maybe an MBA is the right decision for you, but really look at how much it's going to cost and what are you hoping to get out of it? You have to have a, a purpose. And we talked a lot about MBAs on my show this week. And I just, that's something on the top of my mind right now. How much do they cost? Like six billion dollars a year? Pretty much. <laughs> well, the high, the the top tier schools are between like one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred thousand. So it's pretty expensive. And then if you look at the salary coming out of those schools, it's like an average of one hundred and fifty thousand, which is a high salary. But I kind of, I actually expected them to be higher coming from like a Harvard or something like that. Um, and then you can get. I found that the lowest MBA lowest cost MBA program that you can get is from, I think it's called like Southeast Georgia, Southeastern university. It's online. And that's $7,000 for the entire program, which is amazing. And so, you know, just really look at the cost of things. If you're trying to go to a top tier school, do you, you want to be, do you want to be like a C C suite corporate employee at one point? Is that why you're doing it? Are you just looking for the name? If you're looking for the network, that's great. They have a great network, but there's other ways to do that too. So just be smart right now. Just be strategic because it is stressful. Like career anxiety is at, at a peak right now. So take a second, step back, journal, do whatever you need to do to really come up with a plan. Wow. You know, Here's an idea for Zoom. You know, they need one that, I don't know, have you ever seen the uh, movie called The Mask with Jim Carrey? Oh, right. A long time ago, yes. <laughs> well, you know, it, I think they should have like some kind of, uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say a Zoom background, but some kind of like, um, uh, I don't know, you know, like on Facebook and uh, social media, you can have like those funny faces to your face but they should have like uh -huh. one for uh the mask and so I, so just the one where this jar just dropping up and like <laughs> every time like that. somebody that says a dollar amount like <laughs> yeah that'd be good in like a really stuffy business meeting you know to do that. Have we you just seen... lost this my money right. <laughs> Uh, have you seen the, it's like a viral video where there were some attorneys and they were in court via Zoom and he was a cat. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. And it was like this really serious meeting and he's like, I'm not a cat. I cannot get the cat off of my screen. And everybody was just being really serious. It's funny. You should check it out. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, uh, I know, uh, I always try to learn new things every single day. Mm -hmm. uh, I read a lot of books. Uh, in total, of, uh, so far, I've read like 248 books. Wow. Uh, that like was not, in, it was not your a whole year. life? Or, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I would do that. Yeah, unless it's like Cat in the Hat. 
and um, some books my kids read that has like one word on each page. (laughs) I finished. Yep. (laughs) The cat jumped. Right. Yep. And if only I could write a book like that. I know. You know, it seems easy to write a kid's book until you actually try to write a kid's book. (laughs) I don't think I could do it. No, it's not as easy as it looks. There's definitely a lot of bad kid books out there. Uh, None comes to mind at the moment. (laughs) For me, it's usually ones that have like unnecessary name calling and stuff like that. It's like why, you know, it's usually from a few decades ago where it seemed like the norm for kids' behavior was different. You know, when you look at old Disney movies, it's it's definitely changed a lot. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so uh, how many uh, uh, how many people do you uh, normally help in a day? Oh goodness. Um, well, I do still have like a regular full time job, a corporate job, so. Um, I like to think I'm helping in a different way (laughs) in that role. Um, Probably like I'm still starting out. So one-on-one clients, I've only had a few of those at this point. Um, And then I like to think I'm helping people when I do my interviews too. So I don't know if I had to quantify it, maybe I reach out to individual people like five times a week, five individuals. And, uh, do all they mix up or? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like my guests definitely don't. Uh, yeah, I would say the hit rate for guests is like 30% maybe say yes. Yeah. And this is another thing with podcasters. I think there's some who only reach out to warm leads and that's a lot easier. So if you already know the person, you know, like what we're doing, that's a lot easier of an interview, but sometimes I'll see an interesting person or a celebrity and I'll be like, Hey, can you be on my show? And I never hear back. And then I follow up and I still don't hear back. So that happens, but I still think, you know, trying to be an optimist, 30% is pretty good. You know, that's 30% that said yes, glass 30% full. (laughs) I I would take 30%. I take anything. Um, I, for me, uh, I've been, I think, I don't think, I think ever since my, uh, one of my friends bet, uh, kind of just had a friendly bet with me about getting as many podcasts as possible before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving of last year. Uh, I mean, I was still doing quite a bit of shows, but I, I cranked it up because it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, I was like, no one should bet me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any favorite shows or any shows that stood out? Uh, I don't know. There, there was a lot of them. I would say they were. It, it probably would sound very corny if I say that they were all my favorite. Mm-hmm. I had to say it kind of is all my favorite. Yeah, well, that's um, good though. That's good that you didn't have any like notably bad experiences. <laughs> I mean, I know some of the ones where I had poor lighting on the show, uh, and then I had to move to my uh, dad's office in the house. Uh, now I finally got my own ring light, which is uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I guess it changes colors. Holy, goes from cool. blue. Could give you a white. tan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Give me a nice tan. Yeah. yeah I'm at the beach. I right. love to be at the beach. Yeah, that would be nice. You're in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Not a beach area. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, I'm in the uh, colder Arctic area. Mm-hmm. Same here. It's warming up, though, in Wisconsin. So hopefully spring is on its way. Yeah. I used to go to Wisconsin every single summer. <laughs> Oh, nice. Uh, but that changed. Uh, I can't say that out loud or why it changed. Oh. Uh, Hopefully Wisconsin didn't do anything to you. No, not <laughs> If Wisconsin. so, I don't represent the whole state. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, uh, yes. Mindset. That's true. I don't represent the state yet. I yet. like that. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, 
where can people follow you on social media? Yeah. So I'm um, on Future Proof Career. It's my podcast. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Valerie Zarek, Z like zebra, A-R-I-C. Um, and that's my handle pretty much everywhere. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, if you're on Clubhouse as well. And uh, um, do you have a website as well? Yes, ValerieZarek.com. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to podcasts on that site as well. You can apply to be a guest if that's something you're interested in. Um, and there, I think there's a link to like leave the show a review too, which is always helpful for us in podcast land. That's for sure. Uh, uh, I'm always looking for reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, always finding them, trying to find them. Yeah, I heard a theory that what gets podcasts ranked is not necessarily reviews. Like I've always been told that, but it's actually subscribes. So, you know, subscribe to the show too. I'll just put that out there. Subscribe to all the shows you like. I think that does help us. And it's really funny. I, do, I don't know how the, uh, the how those uh, platforms um, know how to how many people subscribers uh, that they have, because if it's all an estimate, mm-hmm. then we should all be at the top. Yeah, that's a good point too. I, well, so <laughs> I listened to a podcast and they did some testing and um, they uh, outsourced this service from on Fiverr. Do you ever get these services where they say, Hey, I can promote your podcast for you for $5 or whatever. It's like- uh, probably like uh, 2,500 a day. <laughs> Oh, goodness. No, this is like an inexpensive. And they basically have like, this is my impression, like computer farm where people are just subscribe, subscribe, subscribe through all of their iTunes accounts. And they said, that's what gets you up in the charts. So like the top 100, and that's going to get people to find your show. But it is against the terms of service to do that. So yeah, I'm, I'm scared to do anything like that, that could get my show in trouble. So well, uh, I don't think I'm. I don't think I've gotten into trouble yet with Apple. Uh, not yet. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's always that maybe. Uh, <laughs> You're probably, a rebel. Uh, I probably ticked them off a few times. Uh, uh, let's just say it was not my glorious moment. Uh, Got to hear the story. Okay, fine. I'll tell it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's just say I was trying to get onto their news platform. Uh, they gave me like kind of the worst response ever. Uh, and I called them out multiple times for it on social media. I mm-hmm. didn't like their response. And I was like, come on, that's ridiculous. And, and then, so their PR person actually reached out to me. Oh, wow. And they said, it's like, and it's like, I'm so sorry for the response that we gave you. You deserve more than what we gave you. Oh, nice. And, and I actually still uh, kind of keep in touch with that person uh, just to have a relationship with Apple. Nice. <laughs> so I was, and I was like, this is the first time a company actually apologized to me. That's pretty good, though. So see, you're probably not on the, the bad side. Uh, that was pretty, yet. I don't know, good of them to do that. Yeah, I was like, wow. I was like, now if only I could get some other companies to do that. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. It would be nice. Uh, you know, I have to quote my one of my one of my favorite shows called The Blacklist. Oh, and mm-hmm. and uh, I I don't know. Have you ever seen it on NBC? Yeah, I had to quit though. It was too much. Is he the dad? Is he not the dad? Is he the the her father? Is he not? I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't care anymore. I watched like seven episodes or seven seasons, and I was out. So. Uh, I, I, I'm going to get back into watching it because uh, I just love all the lines and I want to know who he really is. Uh, mm-hmm. And I actually watched behind the scenes of it. Uh, I, mean, I mean, like of some of what the director said and is like, you're not going to know who he really is until the show is completely over. And I was like, I was like, unless it be canceled, you'll know who he is. You're talking about the James Bader yeah. character. And I was like, I want to find out who he really is. It's too much. I don't know if I can, I can't, I can't do it. It's too much of a commitment to make it to the 
the last episode. <laughs> uh, I, I've done it on a few uh, different shows. Um, but one of my favorite quotes, uh, I think that would be appropriate, was uh, it's like something along the line of, um, oh, jeez, uh, there's so many good quotes. Uh, now, of course, when I'm looking for it, it doesn't come. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, 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 it is a funny, uh, I, well, I wouldn't say funny, but it had some funny lines in it. And, mm-hmm. um, it was written well. It is. I, I would give it that. I enjoyed the seasons I watched. I, it was just time for me to part with it. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think I'm going to go back to it because it's just, just the funny lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like... Yeah, so some of them was like, uh, uh, it's like, why do something if there's not fun in it or something like yeah. that? And yeah, I, like when I, I actually used one of their gifs, uh, one of their gifs on uh, Facebook yesterday. And uh, like I was getting all these emails every single day by this person saying, hey, can you add a link to my website and everything? And I'm like, if I haven't answered you the first three times, let's try four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> yes. Well, at least they're persistent. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, why can't email be smart just to get rid of these people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dream world having an assistant to take care of that. Are you not... People, the companies that you make email super smart and is like, this person is abusing the system and abusing this email address, automatically get rid of block. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, I hate email. Yeah, I know. It's hard to keep up with it. And there's so many places you can get emails or whatever you call it now, messages. There's like LinkedIn messages, Facebook messages, Instagram messages. And it's like... Do I have to like really check all of these different places? It's it's a lot to keep up with. And I like all the sponsors' messages on LinkedIn and say, "Hey, did you know you can do this?" And it's like, "Hey, did you know?" I don't care. <laughs> now you're you're gonna get a uh, apology note from LinkedIn. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it's not even from LinkedIn. It's just from a bunch of companies and people sending me sponsor messages. And it's like, mm-hmm. it is a lot. I don't feel like it. But, you know, I said my 30% hit rate was good. Maybe they get a 10% hit rate of people who actually open the emails. And that's probably a lot of people for them. I just ignore it all. Yeah, I usually do too. The, the only time when I... Uh, uh, Either don't ignore it as I'm looking for something specific for from someone, but unless that's not the specific person, mm-hmm. done, trash, ignore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have time for that. You have too many things going on, Jimmy. Especially when people just message me and say, hey, never hear back from them again. And say, like, who the hell is this person? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I haven't been guilty of that. Hey, Jimmy. And then I failed to follow up. Well, well some person like, messaged me like the other day asking me to, uh, if I still want to be like, I mean, didn't even ask me. It like, just sent me a calendar link. And it's like, who's this person? And I like, didn't even introduce them. And it's like, hey, I'm from so-and-so group. I'm in like 20 different Facebook groups. And it's like, mm-hmm. Who the hell are you? Uh, mm-hmm, and then I, I had to ask the person, like, are you legit? And it's like, yeah, I'm legit. And I was like, okay, I'm just making sure. I'm not trying to be offensive. But there's a lot of spam. So I, like, I get like the thousands of spam messages a day and email and mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Can I have a filter that says legitimate only? <laughs> Oh, really? I'll have to check that out. I mean, like, I would love those be a feature. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, that's kind of funny that LinkedIn would offer that. That would be nice. Yeah. Hey, opportunity, app opportunity. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So uh, before we wrap up, do you have any other suggestions? Probably my final suggestion. I think that there's a point where career anxiety is kind of normal. You know, everyone's a little bit curious about the future and very few people feel like excited about the future every single day. So there's some level of anxiety that's normal. And if it's not normal, you know, if you're feeling 
you know, like physically distressed, mentally distressed at all, then definitely get some help. There's so many resources now, especially with COVID, you know, virtual resources that you can utilize if that stress is, is getting to be more than, than what you think is healthy. And, uh, yeah, yeah. For one more thing, there's, um, I know for myself that, uh, Writing in a journal has mm-hmm. helped me deal with some of the stress. Mm-hmm. I even have a blog post that uh, a company shared on their Facebook page. So oh, cool. they must really like that post as well. Um, nice. It's not, it's not like I told them to share it. Mm-hmm. They just mentioned my uh, brand name, Crazy Fitness Guy, along with the post. And it's like, wow, I guess you got shared on a, a 69,000 cool. um, likes and followers facebook page and it's like yeah woohoo, exciting i'm going up in the world mm-hmm. it's it i hope i hope that's where i'm going or i don't know i would suggest for you too is like doing some outreach to press as well you know being you know you can reach out to press with pitches of of different stories and articles to get your name out there as well you mean like the local press you could do local and then work your way up to some of the bigger press. How um, would you go by doing that? Yeah. So um, I did a boot camp class about how to do this. Um, there's people you can hire to help you with it, but you can just send a pitch. So say like whatever your pitch is, movie, m- music, or was it, is that what it's called? Music, the movie yeah. um, doesn't represent the autistic community. It could be your pitch and then send it out to different outlets and see if someone picks it up, you might get a 1% hit rate, you know, you never know, but just like pitch some different story ideas out there. Yeah, and then when you're doing that, then you say, Hey, and I'm crazy fitness guy, check out my site. I might try that. Yeah. Um, I, I would lose? try that. And the other thing you could do, there's Haro, help a reporter out, H-A-R-O. Are you on that? Yeah. I haven't yeah. done anything in a while with them. Uh, yeah, I never, I haven't had luck on there, but a lot of people have. And then there's another tool called Quoted, Q-W-O-T-E-D. You're going to have and to send me that link to that one. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like a HARO where you connect with reporters. But you have such a, a good niche that I think there's opportunity for you. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, and... Uh, Thanks for being a guest on Crazy Fitness Guys Healthy Living Podcast. And let's stay in touch. Thanks so much, Jimmy. It was great being here.